What is happening? This is a bonus episode. Episode 122 on a beautiful Monday afternoon here on the Outer Banks of North Carolina with me, your host, Craig, for what is my coffee or tea or beverage with friends virtually in a nonlinear digital environment, which means this is a podcast and you can listen to it whenever, wherever, whoever, however you are. And here's to you. I am drinking some Irish tea. Not Irish coffee with liquor, but just Irish breakfast tea with a little bit of maple syrup in it. And I love the maple. It's uh, my go-to sweetness of sweetness. So, today is gorgeous out. It feels like fall here on the Outer Banks, but still warm. Uh, the energy has shifted. And today I am talking about Equinox. So, happy Equinox, everybody. I realized this weekend that I said I would do an Equinox special, and I did not do the Equinox special. So here it is. In the Equinox window, which is fantastic. So uh, this is important for me, and I think it's important for everybody who lives in the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere uh, for different rhythms and reasons, but similar, right? Uh, I have been studying the four sun holidays and the four cross quarter days as sort of a spiral of eight, I'm calling it, at least for me. Uh, but it's a way of measuring the natural year and light cycles, growth cycles, the way to be cycles. And I, I thought about this like four years ago. I was like, ah, you know, every six to eight weeks, I feel like my schedule changes. I feel like my rhythms change. I feel like things around me change. And I was like, what, you know, what's going on here? And, you know, credit to a lot of people I know who are very smart. And my good friend, Hunt Harris, who is very connected to a lot of old landed thinking and metaphysical stuff, um, really hit me up to the, the rhythms of the cross quarter days and the sun holidays. And it's things we know about, but then you dig in further and it's like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, so the eight points of the year, um, Halloween is the end of the growing cycle, right? The end of the Celtic New Year. End of the growing year. Harvest ends. Things go fallow. You sort of go to ground and start winter for real. And Day of the Dead, stuff like that. And then you go up to solstice, which is the return of light. Shortest day of the year here in the Northern Hemisphere. It's when people celebrate a lot of holidays. Christmas. And the return of light. Days will start getting longer. And you're in that dream time. And then another six to eight weeks, and you head up to Imbolc, February 1-2, end of Candlemas, bunch of other things, Groundhog Day, all of them kind of land in that zone there. I did a podcast all about Imbolc, and it's the fire, right, That lighting that fire deep, deep down within, still considered winter by many, but also the beginning of spring, and then you... Start that rise, six to eight weeks, going up to solstice and equilibrium, launching into spring. And then you roll another six to eight weeks and you hit Beltane, first of May, the fertility time, the beginning of summer, life, 
the opposite of Halloween and the beginning of true summer and then another little sprint, six to eight weeks. And then you have summer solstice, highlight, the ride up, magical, summer. And it's when things start to pop off here on the beach, some, you know, school's out. And then another six to eight weeks and you go to Lamas, August 2nd, which is first fall. And that period between solstice and Lamas is like party time for summer. Cause it's like the, the days are actually getting a little bit shorter, but the energy is like releasing. So you're like, you know, you're going up the roller coaster up to solstice and then you're riding the ride for that period of summer, August 2nd. It's amazing. I love August 2nd. It's like, um, sort of the inverse of in bulk, right? Like figs and crabs and it's really sweet and it's like fat summer and you're starting to like get the good stuff off the fields. Then another six to eight weeks transition going to equinox, which is where we are now, which is once again, equal day and night where you go through that gateway into the beginning of the dreaming as we run up to Halloween, right? So it's full harvest. So it's like party time, right? You're seeing what you did for the year. What did you dream? And then what of your dream reached reality? And what's interesting is equinox is a time when you start to understand like, oh, here are the things I actually need to let go of. And here are the things that I can keep hold of. And so what I do is I typically write out sort of goals and my schedule for, you know, the six weeks or so or seven weeks or whatever each of these uh, wheel points of the wheel are. And so Equinox, uh, I do meditations in the morning, uh, try to have some sort of a fire, and I write down what it is that I'm trying to do between here and Halloween, because typically after Halloween, after you do uh, Day of the Dead and you do that week, and that's also when elections are, right? And so that's like, for me, the beginning of the next year of development. So I will kind of figure out what am I harvesting for this next six weeks? What's coming to fruition? What am I actually accomplishing? And what can I put to rest by the end of October? And what are the seeds I'm going to put in the ground uh, in November? Like what projects do I want to come to fruition next year? What are those things, right? So it's like, like, what am I going to begin and start putting into place that can really start to bear fruit next year? And what is bearing fruit this year versus what is not bearing fruit, right? What It's time to let go. And you think about like, oh, you're in the autumn of your life because it's like, okay, well, yeah, you're the you're in that zone, right? Where you're about to go to ground, like whatever plant you are as a human, you're, it's kind of it. And that's like, Hey, what's important about my life that I can carry forward in wisdom. And so at Equinox is like a really powerful transition that sneaks up on me sometimes. And I realize there's been a lot of very important milestones around this time period. And one of them is my daughter is, uh, her birthday is September 22nd. So there's always a big celebration around life itself. For me, it's, uh, Vera Bay and it's very significant. So I'm not sure how you do your life around the Equinox, but, uh, I have sat down and written up a bunch of things that I'm working on in my coaching world, uh, pulling a website online for the coaching business, working with more and more clients, getting set up for things that I'm putting into place, like uh, probably early November, I will be starting a coaching podcast. The format will be similar to this one in terms of length, but I will probably be pulling in other coaches just to talk about specific points. You know, the idea is 
15 minutes of useful information for people that uh, we can talk to about coaches because I've the more I get into coaching, the more I see the sacred space that we hold as coaches and the importance of being of service to other human beings and that as technology grows and becomes more productive, it becomes more and more important for human beings to serve each other, to connect because we are powerful creatures, we are social creatures. And so the heart, the emotional intelligence, the intellect, that collective conscience, that's really important to cultivate. Um, because we do not want it hijacked simply by technology. So coaching is very, very important. So uh, the coaching stuff I'm working on, the band Everything is full flight in producing a record. So there'll be production hours every week. We're working how to le- uh, learning how to work online together uh, through great communication, experimentation, support, and people's efforts, and then uh, coming back together probably at some point in November. Uh, let's see, coming to fruition, the band Everything is also appearing on the field with the Marching Royal Dukes October 28th for the JMU homecoming football game. So we will have 460 musicians uh, doing a 90s music mashup that includes the Hooch that we will be uh, performing with, uh, arrangement done by Steve Van Dam and Alan Johnson, who is the arranger for the Marching Royal Dukes. Uh, Scott Rickers, the director of the Marching Royal Dukes, has been amazing to let us on the field. It's a huge honor to be able to do this. So that's coming to fruition in October. I do believe we are doing a one another one of these golf tournaments with the Hootie guys, which has been fun because you go down and raise money for charity. And there's a bunch of other creative projects, uh, working with digital marketing clients, making a difference in the digital world. So it's full. And I've written all this down. It's like, what is going to come to fruition? And then what am I letting go of? And it's actually very freeing. Because there are rhythms of this environment where we live in that affect what's happening around us. And so I would invite you to pay attention to how you're feeling, what you're trying to let go of, what you're trying to have come to fruition, what you're trying to start for next year and when, and then how are people feeling around you? What's happening around you? Because the environment in which we're working absolutely affects us. So those are my thoughts about Equinox. I hope you have a great day and you stay grounded. Woo!